Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 834, for Saturday, December 24th, 2022. This is the BGG Page Views Edition. Two weeks ago, number 23, last week, number 21, this week up to number 20, Brass, Birmingham, by Matt Tolman, Martin Wallace, and Gavin Brown, published by Roxley Games, with 16,276 views. That is a decline of 499, or 3% from last week, and is 766 fewer than last week's number 20, but is the first time Brass has gotten back into the top 20 in three months. After two weeks at number 13, down 6 to 19, Everdell, by James A. Wilson, published by Starling Games, with 16,294, 18 more than Brass, a decline of 18%. Returning to number 18, Revive, by Helga Meissner, Eilif Svensson, Anna Wurmland, and Christian Amundsen-Ostby, published by Aporta Games, with 16,411, 117 more than Everdell, a gain of 88%. Returning at number 17, Wonderland's War, by Ben and Tim Eisner and Ian Moss, published by Druid City Games and Skybound Games, with 16,662, 251 more than Revive, a gain of 81%. Moving back up 1 to 16, Arkham Horror, The Card Game, by Nate French and M.J. Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 16,930, 268 more than Wonderland's War, a gain of, I'm sorry, a decline of 8.1%, and yet it moves back up one spot. After two weeks at number 20, climbing 5 to 15, Terraforming Mars, by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with 17,222, 292 more than Arkham Horror. That one is the one that has a gain of 1.1%. Less than a 1,000 views spans number 15 through number 20. Down 7 to 14 after one week back in the top 10, Tilatum by Daniela Tashini and Simone Luciani, published by Board and Dice, with 17,769, 547 more than Terraforming Mars, a decline of 35%. Climbing three more to number 13, Wingspan, by Elizabeth Hargrave, published by Stonemeyer Games, with 18,350, 581 more than Teletum, a decline of 1.6%. Repeating at number 12, Spirit Island, by R. Eric Royce, published by Greater Than Games, with 18,585, 235 more than Wingspan, a decline of 7.5%. And climbing 4 up to number 11, Gloomhaven, by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games, with 19,081, 496 more than Spirit Island, a gain of 1.1%. As you can see from a lot of the upward movement of older titles there, this is a 
recurring incidents of older games around the end of the year getting boosted. I kind of always think that it's because people are going to Board Game Geek to look for gift ideas, and so they look at the top-ranked games. And uh, that doesn't quite explain why Pandemic Legacy isn't up there, I guess. But it's very common to see people, uh, people see games, long-running games, have their best weeks right around the first of the year. Well, we have three new entries in the top 10 this week. The three games falling out are from 7 to 14 to Latum, from 3 out of the top 100, Soul, and from 6 out of the top 100, Pax Hispanica. Repeating at number 10 in its second week back in the top 10, Cascadia by Randy Flynn, published by Flat Out Games with 19,560, 479 more than Gloomhaven, a decline of 9%. That's almost 2,000 views fewer than it had last week, but it is able to hold position. Obviously, at least in this portion of the list, we see that the overall page views are uh, quite a bit suppressed from the last week. Our first new entry returns after more than a year away, 58 weeks actually, and charts for the second time at number 9, Wayfarers of the South Tigris by Shem Phillips and S.J. McDonald, published by Garfill Games, Garfill Games, with 23,054. That's 3,500 more than Cascadia, a gain of 48%. Uh, 3,500 is more than the gap from number 10 to number 20. So the rest of the top, the top nine, is not so suppressed. Uh, last week, Wayfarers of the South Tigris was number 22, so it is a 13-position climb. The setting for this game is explorers mapping the land during the 9th century Abbasid Caliphate and is from the designer of the West Kingdom and North Sea series. Returning after a week away, last week just number 11, so a three-position climb back to number 8, Endless Winter by Stan Kordonsky and published by Fantasia Games with 23,528, 474 more than South Tigris, and a gain of 16%. After two weeks at number 9, moving up 2 to number 7, Dune Imperium by Paul Denon, published by Direwolf with 24,181, 653 more than Endless Winter, a gain of almost 3%. Number 7 is the highest position that Dune has seen in four months. On August 27th, it was also number 7. And our highest new entry is at number 6, also returning after just a week away, last week number 18. So climbing 12 spots is Flamecraft by Manny Vega, published by Cardboard Alchemy with 25,213. That's about a thousand more than Dune, and a gain of 39%. After a 3,500 gap, view gap, between number 9 and number 10, uh, the gap between number 9 and number 6 is only about 2,000. Meanwhile, the gap between number 6 and number 5 is almost exactly 8,000 views, repeating at number 5, Arc Nova by Matthias Vigge, published by Capstone Games, with 33,210, a 5% gain. Climbing 4 to number 4, Skyrim, 
by Javier Angeris Cabarasi, Juan Echenique, Stefano Guerrero, and Rob Harris, published by Modifius Entertainment, with 40,119, that's almost 7,000 more than Arc Nova, and a gain of 51%. Inching back up one for the second week in a row, uh, two weeks ago it dropped back to number five, now up to four, and now to three, Frosthaven, by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games, with 51,624, 11,000 more than Skyrim, and a gain of 41%. Obviously, 51,000 is quite a total. That's enough for number one many, many weeks of the year. This week, only good enough for number three. There have only been nine times that we've had three games over the 50,000 view mark. And this is the first time that's been done since January 27th of 2018, almost five years ago. Uh, and really, I'm sorry, 2018. yeah, yeah, almost five years ago. And the other eight times it was done were all between October 2017 and January 2018. That was the peak view time for Board Game Geek. It's when all of the best performing games at a position were held during the, or most of them, during that uh, four-month period. So, it's very impressive. Still, third place for Frosthaven. Repeating at number two, Heat by Asger Harding Granarud and Daniel Skild Pedersen, published by Days of Wonder with 57,246. 5,600 more than Frosthaven and a gain of 44%. That's a gain of 17,000 that this mark of 57,000 still would not have been good enough for number one last week. But again, the vast majority of the time, plenty. Still, Heat has to settle for runner-up. Because repeating at number one for the third week in a row is Eon Trespass Odyssey by Marcin Velnicki, published by Into the Unknown, with 63,631, about 6,400 more than Heat, and a gain of 8%, moving back up, it had lost views into last week's number one performance, but now has added views again. That mark of 63,631 is good enough for number 101 on the most views list. Uh, that now marks the 700th game that has at least 35,000 views or more in a week. As for why I know that. Well, back when Android Netrunner was the juggernaut king back in 2013, a couple of times it peaked over 35,000 views. And so I made a note of it. And then later, when other games managed the same feat, I made a note of that. And I just kind of always kept that 35,000 as a base because for a number of months anyway, that was the most views uh, any other any game it had by far. And so I've maintained that spreadsheet and just keep adding every time there's a game that has at least 35,000, I put it on the list. And we had four of them over 35,000 this week, so now a total of 700 exactly. No, I'm not going to count that down. For Saturday, December 24th, 2022.